Hey guys, welcome to the Real Love Podcast. We are so glad that you're here, and I really do hope that you took in the podcast in December on personal growth plans. Uh, Dr. Chris Stevens, the pastor of Faith Promise, did those, and I'm telling you, it's been something that I do in my life, a personal growth plan. I, I could not vouch for something more strongly than I vouch for a personal growth plan. Um, just to, before we dive into today, uh, for me personally, um, I break mine up pretty simply into five F's. And uh, so again, if you're driving or whatever, you can go back and watch this. But I break mine up into faith, family, um, fitness, finances, and future. So I've got those five F's, and I try to put one thing in each one that I'm not doing now that I want to do. And so that's just how I look at my um, my personal growth plan, make it real simple, make it shareable, make it memorable. But hey, we are jumping in um, in this the first podcast of 2022, and we want to start with something that we think is so important, we think is a game changer. It's been massive in my life, but it is super intimidating for a lot of people, and that is prayer. Uh, prayer. Now, listen, I don't know where you're at with your walk with God, uh, but can I just tell you this, that um, I, I know if, if, if you've heard about a relationship with God, you hear about the Word, uh, which is the Bible, and then you hear about prayer, uh, which is talking to God. And so I have this saying that I like to say, um, and that is that our walk with God is about the who, not the do. I think we get so caught up, and Pastor talked about how the growth plan can be a source of guilt for a lot of people, uh, but that's not what God intended for you. When you think about God, He is faithful and just forgive you your sins. Uh, or, or I love Romans 1.8, uh, where it says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's none. And so if you're feeling condemnation, know that that did not come from God. But we're going to talk about prayer uh, today. And so I do want to encourage you guys, and we'll talk about it a little bit later in January, but if you're not on a Bible reading plan, uh, something that uh, my dad always says that I love, he says that if you don't have a plan, then he likes his plan better than your plan. So uh, for me, I do the Bible reading plan, and that's going to come up in when we talk about prayer. But on the YouVersion Bible app, you just type in the one-year Bible, the one-year Bible. And that's the one that I use, and so it's super helpful. But uh, So I, I just want to tell you guys that, and we'll talk about how that interacts with our prayer time. But whenever I think about us pursuing God, and again, I talked about the who and the do— I really do think that when we talk about the do, that is God's word. Like that's something for you to do. Now it's living. It is. It is transformative. It's all those things. And I, I by no means am I besmirching time in the word. I think it's essential. But that a lot of times is the do. What about the who? When it comes to intimacy with God, a lot of times that is through prayer. Prayer. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Prayer. I want to encourage you to get on that Bible reading plan, but let's talk about prayer together. So I want to read you a verse that I think is massive. I'm going to read Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. If you're looking for memory verses for the year, this would be an amazing one. Philippians 4, starting in verse 6, says, Don't worry about anything. Man, what a game changer that would be, right, if we could stop worrying. So don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Can I tell you this? God wants to hear about everything. God wants to hear 
about every cat cat. Can we just be like super transparent here? I go to the gym every day. And one of my biggest struggles when I was growing up was lust. And so my, me and my workout partner, like we are literally praying the whole time, God, guard my eyes. God, help me look at things that, that are going to honor you. Like, like when, he, when I say pray about everything, I mean pray about everything. If you're trying to uh, drop some food habits this year, pray about it, right? He cares. He's a good, good father. So either way, I, I digress. Pray about everything. It says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, again, we, we could talk about that. I mean, for hours. But what I want to what I want to make sure that we know is that God wants to talk to you. God wants to hear from you. Uh, I I have three kids: uh, JL, who's seven; River, who's four; and Valor, who is uh, one. And I'm gonna shoot you straight. You you may think less of me, but uh, babies is not my favorite stage of life so far for my kids. Uh, it's just it's just not. And part of the reason is because he can't talk to me. You know, like when, whenever he wants something, all he knows to do is to cry. If he's hungry, or if he's hurt, or if he's annoyed, he can just cry. But it's so special when River uh, just says, "Hey, Daddy, I, I love you. Hey, Daddy, you're you're the best. Hey, Daddy, I'm mad. Hey, Daddy, uh, you know this and that." And I think about how much God wants to hear from you. It, it, it says in His Word, it says, "Don't worry. Instead, pray about everything." I think what what a game changer. Right now, as you're listening to this, take an inventory. What are the things that cause you to worry? Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's people out people's outlook on you. I don't know what it is. What are you worried about? And what if instead you took those times to pray? So we're gonna get really practical today, but that, that's just a verse that I thought was just so powerful when it comes to prayer, when it comes to that. But Let's talk about really practically how we pray. Now, you, you may say, oh, Zach, I, 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 you, just, you just close your eyes or you just talk to God or whatever that might be. But can, can, we, just, can, we, just, can we just chat for a second? I do not think that when you're in the car, some people call it windshield time. That's when I have my quiet time. But what if my, my relationship with my wife, what if every time that I talked to her, it was just in the car in between going to things that were important? I don't think it would go well. I don't think Rachel would like that. I don't think that she would feel valued. I don't think that she would have the opportunity to download to me everything she wanted me to know. And so the, fir- the first thing I wanted to talk about is the place. Is there a place for you to pray? Is there a place for distraction-free prayer? And so like for me, again, I, I-, I get distracted very easily. And so I journal. And so I'll tell you how I do it. But what I do is I have my Bible reading plan. And, uh, and sometimes for me, I'm an auditory learner. And so I have my Bible. I have my version, a Bible app open. And then I have my journal. And what I'll do is I'll play the version Bible app. And I will follow along in my paper Bible. It just kind of gives me the best of all worlds here. And then what I'll do is I will circle and, and, and highlight verses that stick out to me, right? And then what I'll do is after each chapter, and so usually it's like a chapter or two from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament, a psalm, and then just like two or three lines from Proverbs. And what I'll do 
is the things that stick out to me. And it's not every line, but sometimes it's just like one verse in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament, and then maybe one in, in Psalms or Proverbs. And what I'll do is I'll write those in my journal. And I'll ask God, I'll ask God, God, what does this tell me about you? And I'll say, God, what does this tell me about people? And then I'll ask, God, what does this tell me about living for you? And then I ask this hard question. What does this mean? That I, What changes do I need to make in my life because of this? And what it does, and again, those are four simple questions. God, what does this tell me about you? God, what does this tell me about people? And God, what, what does this mean as far as pleasing you? And Holy Spirit, what changes do I need to make in my life? And again, what it does is it, it marries that who and the do. You marry God's living word with what God is calling you to do. It, it, it's a beautiful moment because I don't know about you, if you ever try to journal or pray, you're like, oh, what do I pray about? Right? I wonder what I should think about. What should I pray about? But whenever you incorporate God's word, you are literally, you are jumping off of his living word that he told you. And I'm, I'm telling you, he, it's the most random stuff. Daniel this year, Daniel wrecked me in my prayer time. And maybe you wouldn't think that usually. And so again, is there a place and then do you have like a method? Do you have that that's my method, what I just laid out to you. And I have a place that I do that. I, I have that time. That is massive for me. And going back to something we talked about in the last podcast about words for the year. Words for the year are a game changer for prayer. Because I, I don't know about you, but before we started doing this stuff, when I would think about praying for people, it was very random. It was kind of spotty. But if somebody in your life has asked God the question we talked about last time, which is, God, what would make the biggest difference in my life? And they wrote down, anointed, um, uncommon, uh, uh, spirit-filled, whatever it might be. If they said that they feel like God said that would make the biggest impact in their life. You can really intercede for them. You could really go in. And can I just get a little crazy? For me, I always want to give you application to what we're talking about. And what if, because this is something I try to do every day, what if when you prayed, you asked God to give you one word to send to somebody? I think that would that would make you a conduit for so much life change. <clears throat> I think that people would be waiting for, imagine this, people are waiting for you to spend time with God because you overflow it into their life. I, it's just, that is huge. Again, That so is there a place, do you have a method to do that? And then are you involving others, which is that, hey, words for the year, Am, am, am I doing that? And so I, I think that that is so, so big. I, I want to encourage you to do that, to be a part of that. And uh, I, I want to give you some, some, just some things to read. But um, there's a book called They Found the Secret, uh, which is huge on prayer. It's a little bit older book. Um, and then just another one that I think would be really challenging to take you to prayer is a book by Robert Morris called uh, The God I Never Knew. And it, it, it's, it's about the Holy Spirit, but it will really affect your prayer life. And then let, let me ask you this. Do you pray believing that God is going to do what you're asking him to do? I'll say it again. Do you believe when you pray, do you pray like you believe God is going to do what you ask him to do? I, I, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot, I've prayed a lot over my life, and I've prayed for people to be healed. 
I've prayed for certain things to happen that didn't happen. And it, it affects you when that, when that happens. And what you have to do is you have to get to a place where even if you don't like what happens, that you know that God is working it out. At Romans 8, 28, that, that God knows what's best and that, that God, God has eternity in mind where we only have here and now in mind. And so, but because of some of those heartbreaks that we've had, sometimes we don't pray believing that God is going to move. And that's why I beg you to incorporate God's Word into your prayer life. And so, uh, and one other thing I want to make sure that we talked about today when it comes to prayer is listening, is listening. And so this is a beast. This is not easy. But how often do you pray and listen? So what I, when I was telling you earlier, I had those questions. Um, I, I have questions I ask God every day, and, I, what I, and I'm not perfect, but what I'll try to do is I'll ask that question and I'll stop. I'll stop and I'll wait and ask God to reply. And so one of the things I pray every day, you know, Galatians 2.20 says, I died to myself in Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I'll write this question. God, is there any way you would live differently than I plan to live? And it gives me an opportunity to stop and look, look at my meetings for the day, look at my conversation I've had with my wife that day, my kids, and ask. And I'm telling you, if, if I can be super transparent, right now I'm hearing a lot of that, that Jesus said, hey, I, I would love a lot more people than you're loving. I would share my faith a lot more than you're sharing. And so asking God those questions, it's, first of all, it's really intimate. And second of all, it's really challenging. But that, that's what a great relationship is, right? A great relationship is intimate. A great relationship is challenging. That's what it is. And so I just want to encourage you, again, going back through for your prayer time, for your prayer life, is there a place where you can pray? And listen, prayer is not, it's not for the, just for the pastor or whatever. God has such a massive plan for your life. God wants you to change your world. God wants you to win your world to Jesus around you. So I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to pray like God wants to use you to do something amazing, okay? And so is there a place? Do you have a method? Do you have something that you can uh, just consistently do that you can grow in? Again, whether it's journaling. I like journaling because I like to go back. Uh, that's pretty helpful for me. Um, are you involving other people? Again, words for the year is a great way to do that. And then last, are you listening? Are you listening? And so the last thing I want to do, <coughs> the last thing I want to do is I'd like to walk through um, what I pray pretty much every day. And I, I won't pray it all for you right now. Uh, but what I do is I really do, I start every morning with holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And I just write it. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. I say it three times. I try to reset for anything going on in my life. And then I go straight to Psalms 100, uh, which, you know, you, you've probably heard it, but it says, you know, I enter this course with thanksgiving, uh, with praise and thanksgiving. And so I try to start that way. I, I do start that way. I thank Him and I praise Him. I thank Him for what He's done and I praise Him for who He is. And then right after that, I'm going into my scripture reading, like I explained earlier, and any of the passages that I wrote, I have written down, and the questions I want to ask. And then some really powerful things that I've done is I've prayed Psalm or uh, John three thirty, which is where 
John the Baptist said, um, I must decrease so that you can increase. And I pair that with Galatians 2.20. And I pray that over my life uh, to, to say, hey, the world doesn't need more Zach. The world needs more you, Jesus. Um, and so I, I pray that. And I think that this one's pretty powerful. In 1 Peter 5.7, uh, Peter says, I cast my anxieties on you because you care for me. And so I, I, and you know what I do? I literally write out my anxieties. I write out the things that are heavy for me. And I ask God, God, would you take this and would you give back to me what you want me to do? Would you please guide this thought? Um, and then I'll also pray James 4.8. And James 4.8 says, uh, says that you have not because you ask not. And that's right there. That's where I pray for my family. That's where I pray for uh, the place where I work in Faith Promise and the people who come there. And I just pray and, and I also listen where they need. God, what do you want to do? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to lead? How do you want me to live? How do you want me to love these people? And so I'll do that. And then one, another one of my favorites to pray is, uh, is Romans uh, 12, 2, which we're going to talk about that in the next podcast, which talks, about not be, which talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. But hey, I, I just want to beg you, do not let a stigma revolve around prayer. Um, it, it, I don't know why or how the enemy does it, but it just one more really transparent thing. Every night, I take my kids to bed. I do Bible time, and uh, I, I, I take my kids to bed, and I, I speak declarations over them. And I'll tell JL, I'll say, you're smart, you're brave, you're powerful, you're humble, you're honoring. And I'll, I'll just speak those words over. Same thing with River. I'll speak these things, and I'll pray over them. But when I go into my room, I do not speak as much life over my wife. I don't pray over Rachel like I should, like I do pray over my kids. I don't know what it is. There's just this insecurity that the enemy loves to bring up when it comes to prayer. And I know it's because there's so much power and intimacy between us and God that happens in prayer. So if I could just ask you, if I could beg you, this year, whether you're setting a five-minute timer or, or if you're committing to journal a page or whatever it might be, God wants to talk to you. He loves you. He wants to be around you. James 4.2 says, if you will draw near to him, he will draw near to you. And somebody may have ghosted you in the past, but God just won't do that. I love you. I believe in you. Hey, listen, you can do this. You are a change agent for the kingdom. 1 Corinthians 14 will be another great thing for you to listen to when it comes to prayer and prophesying over people. So, hey, I love you. I believe in you. You're going to change the world. And we'll see you a little later on in January. Mm-hmm.